Happy Wednesday, you guys. I took last week off to prepare for Black Friday. It's such a crazy busy time of the year. Um, but I'm so excited for this week's episode because I am interviewing one of my friends that I met on Instagram. Her name is Natalie. Her product line is You Need Fair Happy. She's famous for the Calm the Fuck Down Flower Essence Spray. Um, it's a really great room spray. She's come out with a couple other ones too that she'll tell you about. Um, but Natalie is a Pilates instructor for 17 years and she um, closed down her studio to pursue this product-based business. And I thought she was really fun to talk to because honestly, no one has any idea what the hell we're doing. And um, she just gives you a little insight <laughs> to both how she kind of started in the Pilates world and then how she um, transitioned into a product-based business and then um, hopes to continue on um, like teaching Pilates, but more of like an online course. And she really niches down. Anyway, she's one of my favorite new lady friends that I've met. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Fox Talk with me, Emily Stites, a show about nothing but everything in between accidental entrepreneurship, intentional beauty boss business, and a whole lot of foxing around, bringing you strategies and hacks with a few of my finest and foxiest friends. Thanks for listening. It's bad. Uh, mine is more like, um, get my background, look at my shit all over the floor. I'm going to, I'm going to filter this. Mine's more a little bit about anxiousness, trying to fill my freaking stuff uh, right now. Like your products, is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 I have, I mean, I'm almost done with all my pre-orders. It's totally fine. And then I have another one. Um, but anyway, another big, big order. And I just feel like everyone's going to start ordering at the same time for yeah. the holidays. Yeah. Oh, I got to prep for that. Yeah. I have this, all of these orders that are just, I can't fill them. It's, oh, I want to yeah. cry. And I'm, I hear you. I got into this, um, it's kind of like a birch box or ipsy box, but perfect, but for uh, professional like waxers. So like it's a huge marketing opportunity and like I cannot miss that. And yeah, my tins were supposed to be in yesterday and it's just everything is, you know. Yep, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when will they be in? Do you know yet? Mm -mm. I know that they've been on the ship since like September 9th or something like that. And so then they gave us the new date was um October 5th something like that and then they said you know what it's looking like October 25th so then October 25th rolled around and no That's no tins no update no nothing it's really terrifying wow. to think of because I mean there's a crew on that ship that they're having to pay I can't even imagine all the people that are canceling their orders demanding refunds 
you know, um, though we'll never be able to get those at that price because this is all going to be pushed to us, the consumer, you know, this, the new price, yeah. it's just kind of scary to think about. It is. And it's just, they, it's just a lack of workers, right. Who are, who are helping with the, the shipping or helping with like getting it out to people or. No, it's a new environmental bill that California passed. Um, there, I think it's like, from my understanding, it was like the ship or the unloading whatever has to be up to this new environmental code. And I think that there's like only three of them. So there's not enough of those. I see. Right. And I'm, I'm sure that also there's not enough workers because Mm -hmm. of everything. So I think it's a mixture of both, but um, it was my understanding that it was this new bill that passed. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good timing. Yeah, I don't really care. My office is a hot mess because uh, I packed it all up because I was going to rent it out as a treatment room, but then swerved and rented out half of my room and then the storefront to Natalie. And so now it's like, now we need this center for like a shipping center. And I'm sharing it with another um, skincare, a local skincare company. So it's like just a mess, but that's okay. Pivot. All right. Pivot is yeah. the word of the last two years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it's almost been, I feel like it's almost been two years. Like this whole madness. Yeah. Um, I can because my daughter is six, you know, so she was four. She was in preschool when this happened and now she's in first grade. And so she doesn't really remember before the virus. Like mm-hmm. I drove her. On Monday when it was raining, I drove her to drop her off at her dad's and she was like, mom, don't, don't slip. Don't, she was so nervous when we were driving mm-hmm. in the rain. And I realized she's not ever driven in the rain that she remembers because she's been going to school in my backyard. You know, I haven't oh, yeah. dropped her off yeah. every day. She's yeah. And so she was like terrified. Mom, don't slip. The car is going to slip. Oh my gosh. And we don't get a whole ton of rain anyway. So everyone's like, what is all the kids are like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. And other moms were saying that like, um, my client the other day, she told her little girl who's the same age as my daughter, like, okay, it's a rainy day. So you're going to go in the multi-purpose room. And she's like, what's a multi-purpose room? <laughs> Everything has been outdoors. Yeah. What is that? Oh my God. Okay, well, you know what? I really want to hear um, so much from you. So we're probably going to have to do a couple sessions with you. But you can tell me what what do you want to talk about today. But I think I was most curious, like, how you kind of pivoted from Pilates, right? To um, yeah. now product-based. And I know you have different parts of your business, too, like the coaching and well, I guess, is it not really coaching? Is it like virtual physical therapy? You know, of? I haven't really quite established what it is yet. I, what I did was close the studio and I was like, no more one-on-one virtual or in person. Mm-hmm. And then I thought shortly thereafter, no, this is too important to just drop all together. And so I'm just going to figure out what it looks like in a different frame where it's not requiring 
it's still mostly me talking about the stuff I feel is really, really important mm-hmm. um, and trying to educate women about it and sharing what I it learned over the last 17 years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out now, like, what does that look like um, and how to best serve moms that way? Yeah. So, yeah, originally it was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. I can't be because I really enjoy sharing what I've learned and I really feel um, passionate about women having the knowledge, having the information they need to rehabilitate after kids. I mean, it's even the fact that they telling them that they do need to and why Mm -hmm. and because it's not a big discussion, you know, doctors, OBGYNs aren't saying, okay, now you know, after the six week checkup, that's not the end all be all. You do need to, you know, focus on strengthening your body, reconnecting to your body, not just in the physical realm and the physical aspect, but it's in the energetic and emotional aspect. And that's where the flower essences came in. And then that's how the mists came into play. Okay. So, so let's yeah, rewind I mean, we could, here. Yeah. You were, you had a studio. And that was like the meat and potatoes of your business. So what did that look like? You were renting a space. Clients were coming in, booking appointments. Yeah. So I had a physical space for five years. um, And I started in Grover. And then they ended after three years. I was in the Santa Lucia Birth Center in Mm Slow. And then I moved into this space um, on Higher Street, right downtown. I was subletting it from a gal for three months. And then when that was up, it was um, time for me to sign my own lease for a year. And that happened to be on March 1st of 2020. So I signed that lease for a year. And then two weeks later, we were closed. And I didn't step foot in that space again until July, August. And, um, and that was just to shoot some videos. And then I decided that um, even if we could open up again, I didn't necessarily want to. And so I found a gallery to sublease my space for the remainder of the, the lease. Mm-hmm. And I had, and you know, in March, I moved everybody, um, moved everybody to virtual sessions because I had to. And, and I've been doing virtual sessions for the last um, 10 years anyway, since I moved from Los Angeles with people, whether it was in LA or just people that found me. So I already knew how to do that. And it works well. I mean, people at the time 10 years ago were like, how do you teach Pilates? Or how can you do that effectively when it's just on video? Um, And Natalie, was this Pilates specifically for women recovering from pregnancy and birth and that? Or was it for just someone who wanted to get in shape? No, it was, so the last five or six years when I opened my space was specific to women who had, who had children and it wasn't just new moms. And that's the focus. My focus is telling, making sure women know, you know, five years, 10 years, 20, even 30 and 40 years down the line, what you're experiencing now can all be um, related back to when you had, when you gave birth or had a surgery, C-section surgery. Mm-hmm. Because there's just so little talk and information about what you need to do and how it affects our body. Yeah. And then which affects us emotionally and energetically. Yes. So um, 
So then I decided I didn't want to do the one-on-one anymore, even though it was my favorite way. I just felt like I wanted to find a bigger way, a bigger, um, and serve women better and more in a wider audience. And mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to navigate what that looks like. Yeah. So what made you stop the one-on-ones though? Like, was there something specifically or was it the pandemic? I know that you kind of, you stopped and then started again, but like, was it too much like um, booking the appointments, scheduling, lining it up or was, were you not being fulfilled? Were you like, what was the thing that you were like, "Mm -mm." yeah. I think it was a combination of all of those. So I've been teaching Pilates for 17 years. Teaching one-on-one only allows me to teach so many hours, Mm -hmm. especially after 17 years. I was starting to get a little bit, it's hard to say tired of it, even though I, even if I, even when I love it, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, it's a lot of output of energy and an hour of energy is is a lot. And you can only do, you know, I was cutting down to four hours a day, four sessions a day, Mm -hmm. which doesn't seem like a lot, but it, you know, it is. And, um, and then I knew that there was only going to be a certain amount of money I could make doing that too. Yeah. So it was a combination of all of that. And also it wasn't necessarily, I had longtime clients and I love them to death. And all of my clients eventually end up becoming dear, dear friends. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, weren't paying the rate I wanted to pay. And then I felt bad raising mm-hmm. the rates on them because oh, they've yeah. been with me for so long. Yes. And they weren't necessarily the person I was targeting right like I said I really in general the average age I want to work with is around 40 someone who's got a child who's a lot more independent Mm -hmm. so they're not necessarily feeling like there's no way I can do this Mm -hmm. right now but if they come to a point where they're like oh my god uh what's going on with me like they actually have the time and the headspace to go okay this doesn't feel good and I really need to do something about it um and so anyway I say average 40 because that tends to be when we have like you know eight and older age eight-year-olds and older Mm -hmm. so so yeah it was a combination of like this is you know with the pandemic for like everybody it was a good pause time to kind of reevaluate everything and go okay this isn't working, but I was in such a, um, what's the word? I don't want to say rut, but you're just kind of going and going and going, mm-hmm. you know, um, I can't, I can't figure out what the word is, but you just kind of just keep going, keep moving. Yeah. Um, go through the motions. Yeah, there you go. You're just going through the motions until all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. This isn't necessarily how I want to do this anymore yeah. or what I want to do. So I created three, um, what I would call mini courses that basically break it down, everything I talk about and share with women um, and give them the basics to re-strengthen their body and whatever else it is, whether it's a C-section or apple separation or pelvic floor weakness. Mm-hmm. I give them the basic exercise that I walk through with every new client or even not even new clients. Sometimes I warm up my um, existing clients this way because it's such, there's such great exercises to really connect to your body and to your abs. Yeah. 
And then from there, you kind of just um, expand. You 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 go into not necessarily um, harder exercises, but a little bit more of a deeper connection type of an exercise, if that makes sense. So it's not about like, oh, we're going to add extra weight. Oh, we're really going to pound the body now because that's not necessarily how Pilates works anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's just going into a deeper connection and, and strengthening the body from the inside out, really regaining that foundation first. Mm -hmm. um, I hear a lot so, of people say like, you know, I haven't got my body back or like I'm sizing up in these jeans because so I haven't got my body back. Oh, her body bounced back. But it's like, it's so much more than like what people I think who don't have kids see. It's so much more about how you feel. Yeah. Like I I know like my I'm skinny right now, like I'm 10 months post, but like um the whole peeing situation like yeah. and then that affects you like energetically cuz you're like, well, um no, I don't feel very sexy cuz I peed a little bit and like this is not, you know, like you just exactly. don't feel <laughs> exactly and it's one I forget the statistic now it's like one in three women are experiencing that and so then like you said it's kind of like in the back of your mind like some women have it so bad that they're like I can only be this far away from the toilet I can't go anywhere so it affects their outward living yep. I can't do this um you know I can't do this uh activity anymore because I'll wet my pants mm -hmm. or um and it kind of decreases your sense of confidence. Like you said, it's just kind of something that weighs on you and energetically. And the way I kind of see it is, um, this line of, um, you know, pain, but in pain is just a general word for whatever else is going on. I'm wetting my pants, my abs are whatever my abs are weak. So pain equals, um, lack of, lack of motivation. And then that equals like feeling shitty, <laughs> within equals, you know, you're just kind of stuck in this spot where you're like, okay, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. I don't feel confident enough. I don't feel good enough or strong enough to, you know, accomplish the things I want to do, whether it's just like in the home or in your business or in your community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that affects a lot of women as much as we try to achieve so much mm -hmm. it all kind of comes back to the body and mind like yeah. we can be high achievers but at some point we hit a mark and we're like what is it and I really feel like it can be all connected back to pregnancy birth and yeah. surgery yeah and with the pelvic floor weakness one thing we women don't don't necessarily know is it starts during pregnancy with the hormone shifts because hormones weaken the muscles, weaken mm -hmm. muscles. So that starts then. And then with the weight of the baby, it starts to weigh on the pelvic floor. So then that weakens it even more so. Mm -hmm. And then you go through another hormone shift after birth. Mm -hmm. And then say you go into your, you're entering your forties. Now that's another hormone shift. Mm -hmm. And then you go into menopause and that's a major hormone shift as well. So each hormone shift weaken those muscles more and more and more. And women start to notice it more later at 50, 55, because mm -hmm. all of a sudden they've had all of those hormone shifts. They haven't necessarily done anything about it. And now they're really wetting their pants or having pelvic organ prolapse. And they're like, shit, 
it's, you know, it's happening to me when all along it's like, it's been a progression. Yeah. Oh man. It's so much more than what people think. And you know what, this is a hard, I feel like with my husband and I, you know, like so, so, so many times what goes through my head is like, you don't fucking get it. Like you do not understand. It is not just like, yeah. Yeah. It's. And I think for, yeah, I think that's the case for, for, for men don't get it. Even women don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors, they kind of, everyone just kind of expects the woman to have a baby, mm-hmm. smack them on the ass, send them on their way to raise the kid, mm-hmm. you know, and that, because that's just what we do. Yeah. You know, where that's just kind of what, what's expected of us. And, you know, then you have women who can't conceive. And you're like, what do you mean you can't conceive? You're a woman. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. It, there's so much. So it, it's something I really love to talk about and share what I've learned over the years. Because that's everything from the physical body, which, you know, I have 17 years of experience and a physical therapy background from working in clinics. Mm-hmm personal experience of spending, spending two months on bed rest and then having a C-section and, you know, and that was insane because I was a dancer prior to that. Mm-hmm. So then going on bed rest and my body completely atrophied oh, yeah, wow. for two months. And then I had this C-section and I'm like, but I'm young and I'm strong and I should be fine. And one of the things I remember most was the doctor saying, well, you, you know, take it easy. Don't, don't drive too soon. It's like, what? And I did, and I had to slam on the brakes, and we just don't realize, like, how much we use our abs for things, yeah. and that was with my C-section, you know, incision. I was like, oh, shit, that's why. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I had a C-section, too. You know what? I I pushed for three and a half hours and then had an emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and you can still have pelvic floor weakness whether you, you attempted vaginal delivery or not you know, because Mm -hmm. you still have the hormone shifts and you have the weight of the baby. So Mm -hmm. people think if I have a C-section, I shouldn't be experiencing any sort of pelvic floor weakness symptoms, whether it's leakage or prolapse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And, and then I, you know, I went into Pilates when I was pregnant with my youngest. So Mm -hmm. my ninth month, I decided I'm going to be a Pilates instructor. And so I started the training. I did that for a week. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. No, we knew. <laughs> so I went for one week with my big ass belly, went in, had Ava, took a week off, came back, and then uh, jumped back into my Pilates training. And but I couldn't do any of the work because I was still healing. Mm-hmm. So one of the really most the most important things to do while you're doing a Pilates training is to actually feel it in your body so that when you're teaching it, you know what you're talking about and what the client's feeling. Yeah. And I couldn't feel the exercises. So mm-hmm. I eventually ended up taking a master certification for Pilates instructors so that I could get more into my body and kind of refresh and learn it again. Um, so I think that's, what really helped me um, understand the body and also part of my dance, I was a dance major at UCSD. Part of that certification or or program was to take an anatomy class. So I had to work on cadavers. So working on cadavers made, gave me the visual of like what's connected, where, where does it start? Where does it end? What, you know, 
helps things move and that sort of thing. So I'm very visual when someone is explaining to me what's going on with their body. I can see it in my mind and tell them about it, whether they want to know about it or not, which a lot of people don't, but Mm -hmm. it fascinates me so much that I, um, have to, I like to make sure that women know what, what we're working on. Yeah. And if you can picture that muscle, if you can picture the muscle that we're working on, the areas we're working on, your brain actually will connect to that muscle, talks to that muscle so that it helps activate it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I am huge on educating women about what the muscles are, how they're working. And, and in my courses, I mentioned earlier, I do a whole workshop um, and go through pictures and say, this is what you're working on with your pelvic floor stuff, with your C-section, with your abdominal wall separation. Mm-hmm. And then I talk about the energetics of it all. Yeah. So now can I ask you, since you've changed from one-on-one to these, I think you said you had three mini courses, mm-hmm. are you meeting your goal of, of reaching so many more women this way? No, not yet because I have been focusing this entire year on the product business because mm-hmm. I launched that in January and established that in January and just have been growing that. Okay. Um, which I love. And that's how I discovered you. Why don't you just tell us about your product line, how I discovered you on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started, so once I closed the studio last year, um, I decided to move forward with the product business and I created one mist, the calm mist back in, well, I started the calm mist about five or six years ago and was selling it in my studio and using it, giving it to my clients as an added tool to the physical rehabilitation. So it was just something I created for fun. It was in a plain cobalt blue bottle. I printed the labels at home. It had a generic name. It was called Calming Mist. Mm-hmm. And as a, because I should back up a little bit. As part of my Pilates work and working with moms, I then decided to um, become a flower essence therapist because I found that it was more than just the physical rehabilitation that women needed. They also needed emotional support to get to feel more grounded and so the flower essences served that purpose and i made tinctures mm-hmm. and the tinctures they would just take sublingually a couple times a day to help them come back to their body help them feel more grounded and then i decided to add the oils and i love the smell of tangerine and lavender combined so i created a mist with those two oils and my two favorite flower essences mm-hmm. and so that's how it started. And one of my clients then said, you should really call this calm the fuck down. And I thought it was hilarious and I loved it. And so I found a friend of mine, a local friend to, um, design the labels. And so we rebranded it. I put it out in the fall of 2019, just before the holidays. I only made like 200 bottles, but they sold out. And then, um, in 2020, when the studio closed, I, like I said, I just started to move forward with that. And I put out two more mists in the spring of 2021 and revamped my website. And I've just been moving forward to um, grow this product business, yeah. which has been fun and has been growing well, I think, considering I know nothing about creating a product <laughs> business. And I'm just learning as I go because everything I've done for the last 17 years has been in, you know, personal yeah. services business. Yeah. 
or, you know, um, and teaching one-on-one. So I'm having a lot of fun connecting with people and finding new locations and doing markets and seeing everyone's reaction to the name, which is probably the best part, just seeing people laugh at the name. So I, when I stumbled across you, I was like, oh my God, this is meant to be because I had on my website, I have boxes and bundles. So I'll like put together these little bundles and my best seller was calm the fuck down. And it was a CBD bath bomb and um, a CBD patch. And one other thing, I can't remember what it was, maybe like some under eye patches or something, but literally everyone was like, calm the fuck down. Calm. That was my best seller. And so I'm like, oh my God, you have the spray, calm the fuck down. That would be the perfect pair. Love so, it. That was the name of the bundle. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And people loved it and it was, people needed it. People yeah. still need Pe- it. It's my, yeah, like I said, my favorite thing is watching people's reaction because I have an A-frame sign when I do in-person markets that says, need to calm the fuck down. And they look at it and they look at me and kind of in surprise and then they laugh. And then if they come over to the booth, they're like, okay, you caught my eye. And I've said, well, here's the myth. And they see that it's called calm the fuck down and they smell it and they love it. The smell is just amazing. The, the tangerine, amazing. There's something about the tangerine and lavender yes. I just love. And um, then they immediately start listing off people they know who need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, so can you tell me how, what's the difference between, so personal services, it's like quick cash. You can see your appointment. You can see how much money you're going to make. You know you have that part down. You've been doing it for 17 years. So now you're going into these products that you have to invest in and hope that people buy it but then you have to like do the marketing and have the website and physically go to markets like how has that been for you is that like a major brain fuck or are you like I got this this is new I wanted like tell me about it yeah it's 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 all of it it's such a learning process and you know I always think I go back and forth sometimes I'm like god I wish this was easier but you know the the experiences that the experiences of it and the journey of it all, I guess, are what I need to remember, make the, make it what it is, you know, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be as fun if it was just all that easy, right? You have to learn through the whole process. It's not like, I mean, the people are reacting to the products and loving them and buying them. And I think that it's going (laughs) from what I, what little I know about growing a product business, I think it's going well. Um, at the pace that it's going. And if it was going any faster, I remember telling someone not too long ago, if Target called me tomorrow, I wouldn't be fucking ready. So it's going as it should, I suppose. And it's a learning process. And I'm going from, you know, buying my oils and my bottles and labels and mist caps from all different places, learning what works, what doesn't, because the shit leaks and I'm trying to figure out how to make it stop. And then, um, I know I started, I finally found this manufacturer in New Jersey. So I'm ordering in larger quantity now, which I think is going to be a good thing. And, but again, it's still a process because mm-hmm. it's like they're ordering overseas and they're being shipped to them. And that takes two to three months to be shipped to them. And mm-hmm. so I've been working on this trio package with and within a cosmetic bag, the mini trio. That's, taken me so much longer than I thought it would take. Uh-huh. 
and they're still not going to be ready. You know, they're going to be ready mid December probably, but not ideal because it was really, I was really hoping to have it for the holidays. Yeah. Anyhow, it's just, it's a learning process and each step is somewhat stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, like I was saying earlier, I did all these pre-orders. I took all these pre-orders for the mini bottles back in September. And I'm just now shipping off the last one today. The So the, the packing time takes has taken longer than I thought it would. I'd say, okay, I'll have this out by the next, by the end of next week. By the way, I'm going to need another week. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of figuring out, like, how fast can my little hands go <laughs> to make all these myths? Yeah. And, but... Yeah. So it's, how many stores are you in? I want to say I'm I'm in about 15 to 20 stores right now. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. A lot of them are local. Yesterday I just took down um, 60 bottles to Thousand Oaks, which was really cool to get to meet someone in person. Yeah. I mean, I get to meet all my people in, in Slow County in person, but um, out of the area, that was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. There's so, a few... Did you get in? Did you end up getting into Slow General? Yeah. Okay. Well, good. she says she's she says she's very interested, and we're supposed to meet up so she can test them out. Okay. Good. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's 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 you know it's a learning. It's yeah. something new every day to learn and and figure out. And now, navigate. how's the Canadian distributor going? So she is. She placed an initial order just to share with friends and family, mm-hmm. or I would—I guess I wouldn't even call it an initial order, just like testers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she recently placed another order after she found interest with her salon um, up there. So that—that I think that would be good too. I don't necessarily—I can't say I understand <laughs> the whole—the whole experience, you know. Um, But she is reaching a community that I don't sell to on my website right now. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's great. And the majority of my sales are currently in person and wholesale. And so I'm still trying to navigate and figure out what the website, how to, you know, get more people to the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, the whole like, okay, yes, you make more direct to consumer, but you're reaching more through wholesale. You know, it's like, what's, what's mm-hmm. better time, money, the whole thing, trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's, just, it's, a, it's, yeah, every day it's something I learned something new and trying to, you know, trying to figure it all out, which is, yeah, it's, it's it makes it fun, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, makes it fun or interesting at least. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there's some stressful things. So now is this all done at your house? Yeah, yeah. in my garage. In garage. So mm-hmm. how does it feel not having a space? Is that like a huge weight off your shoulder? Like no more Pilates studio to have to like to clean or take care of? Yeah, I I like being, for the most part, I like being home and working from home. I'm kind of a hermit, so I don't need, so, you know, I don't, I like not having to go out somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and that's nice. The rent, fortunately, wasn't outrageous. So the overhead wasn't, you know, crazy when I was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I do like being able to work from home and being able to set my own schedule and when I want to leave the house, when I don't want to leave the house and with the products, I can just go out to the garage, which is nice and then mm-hmm. make my trips to the post office or whatever I need to do or. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting out yesterday and going to Thousand Oaks was bizarre. <laughs> it was, it was kind of, it was nice, but bizarre. Yeah. What was so bizarre about it? Just, just getting out of the house. And I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, look, we're driving through Santa Barbara. Oh, this is nice. (laughs) People, you know, driving and seeing the outdoors. I've just been, I've been really, I've been home and I'll go out for like markets, Mm -hmm. Um, but rarely anything else beyond like errands and stuff. So, and I got to meet up with a friend down in Los Angeles who, um, you know, I met down there, knew down there and um, when that I met when I lived down there and she just, she happened to live down the street from the location I dropped off the bottles to. Oh, nice. That was nice to meet up. So now how are these accounts finding you? On fair and, um, mostly on fair so far or social media. Okay, cool. Uh, Fair. I just got onto fair, but I haven't, it's been like pending for like, I don't know, two months or something. Uh, so you might want to reach out. Yeah. I Like just your reached, shop's not up. Yeah. It's not up. And I reached out and I um, found the mistake and I worked on it on over the weekend. So, but how is fair? I, I get mixed reviews from people about that. Yeah. I've I heard of mixed reviews percentage. too. And it took me, I think I applied twice. So I want to say I applied early in 2020 I think I didn't get in twice anyway. Then I finally applied again and I got in immediately. Like the day I applied, I got in immediately. I was very quick to set up my shop. And within hours I had two orders and then I had another order the next day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't think that's the case for everybody because I'm in a a group, um, a Facebook group for a bunch of product makers, the product boss gals and, um, and people are always on there going, why is my fair, you know, fair so quiet and I'm not selling anything. And I've been on there for months or, you know, people are like, oh, I applied the first time and I got in. So mm-hmm. it just depends on the product, I think. You know, what do you have? Do they have too many of it? Yeah. What are people looking for? Is it categorized properly? You know, you just, you never know. Yeah. Now I'm also just... on, um, there's another one. Oh, Abound. Abound is another one, and that one I haven't had any traction on. I haven't had any sales on it, and I've been on it for a good three weeks or so. I'm going to send you an, an email of another one of those that I, I order stuff for my salon from, but I know where I met her, and we've stayed in touch, and it's like her own thing, so I think you guys would be a good oh, cool. connection. You could get in with her. Awesome. Thank See, you. I'm excited to like jump into the, the product world. Cause I, I feel like I have my big toe in it, but that's it, you know? And when I applied on fair, there was no brow soaps on there. And so now I just I keep looking and it's like, okay, there's like five or six on there now. So I feel like I didn't really strike when the iron's hot, but I also have other things like tweezers and scissors and yeah. And really I want to go toward the um, professional esthetician. So I don't know that fair is really my, but we'll see. I literally have no idea what I'm doing. So 
but I also don't have the time to dedicate to it right now because I'm having to take clients one-on-one and it's like at what point do I do what you did and um you know try to I don't know my wrist hurts like I am just hurting doing the one-on-one and I have to tell you I um was working with Dane from Backlots we just recorded a a training video so I'm hoping that I'll be able to like like you said like reach a greater audience and do some yeah I kind of think that's the progression for people who aren't in it for the one on, you know, for the one on one lifetime, you know, for a lifetime ongoing of their career. And it almost goes into like education, like you're doing, maybe you're offering workshops, maybe you're training other people. For me, it could potentially look like a, a licensing program of, of teaching other Pilates instructors how to rehabilitate moms, that type of thing, which I've attempted before. And there wasn't a whole lot of follow through um, on my part. So it's something I could go into again. It was the whole like created this method. It's basically, this is what you need to do to rehab. And this, you also need to focus on the energetics of it and and, um, that type of thing. So yeah, I feel like that after a while, you know, people reach a point where it shifts yeah. what you want to do and how you want to serve people shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said earlier, for me, it was like, I knew I was only going to make so much money doing this mm-hmm. and only reach so many people. While I still think the one-on-one is the best way to go. I would not throw anybody into like a group Pilates class or a format class right away. I don't think that's the best thing. I think everyone should start off doing the one-on-one work tailored to themselves, build up that foundation and find some more strength Mm -hmm. before going into some sort of group setting. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing I want to share with women and with Pilates instructors on why the, what the importance is, how to do it, what it looks like. And so, um, so the courses, the mini courses are kind of like that first beginning point that, you know, that first touchstone of like, Oh, okay, I can do this at home by myself, which, you know, a woman may or may not want to do um, ongoing. Eventually, she's probably going to want to join a group class and be more um, social in a studio, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Some people like to do it at home. Um, so now it's just about getting that information out there. And I started an IGTC, IGTV series called mm-hmm. What the Fuck Happened to My Body, which I'm going to then turn into a, a podcast. I feel like that will be a broader reach. Yeah. Um, I'm going to expand on these courses, eventually probably create something where there's a group effort to it, where it's like, so, you know, the course is good for some people, but, um, other people, other women may not have the follow through to do a self-study course. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want the course to be sold to someone and it just sit there. I want to make sure that they are supported in that they have the community they have someone to guide them they have someone to keep them accountable and so i'm trying to figure out what that you know what my role in that looks like as well and um and i think next year all of that is going to be put into a book also titled what happened to my body so just mm-hmm. and that'll be uh, the basic information that i've learned that i've taught the stories that i've heard mm-hmm. why it's important you know going back to what i was saying earlier about the how all of this affects our outer world. I feel like women in general, because we tend to take on the caretaking role 
um, on top of every other role that we have in our life as a community member or business owner or whatever. In a sense, it kind of keeps us at a certain level. Add to that the lack of rehabilitation and the physical ailments kind of keeps us at this point in life where, you know, we're kind of, we've always been that second class citizen anyway compared to men. And it's kind of helping, kind of, you know, an added reason why we are because we don't have the physical capabilities to continue, whether it's physical, mental, or emotional, we're just like, ah, today, you know, I had so much I wanted to do and to accomplish and I can't except my fucking back hurts Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm feeling depressed and, or low energy. And all of that is related. A lot of all that energy is down in the pelvis, which Mm -hmm. is related to birth or, you know, even the, public trauma stuff like that yeah um I know what I messaged what I messaged you what the fuck happened to my butthole right Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah I had the day after my baby shower like I literally could not walk because I had I got hemorrhoids for my pregnancy and it was the most painful miserable embarrassing Mm -hmm. um thing ever and like I was depressed. I, I like lost my energetic self because it was like painful, but I didn't want to talk about it, but like it was awful. And yeah, you know, with my industry, like we do a tons of Brazilian waxing. Right. And so you, I can always tell when these, when, when women come in and they're just like, not them, their confident selves, you know, where they're like both teased about just like, gotta go freshen up in the bathroom or like, they're just, I don't know, just embarrassed about it. And I just feel like that has to be part of the conversation. Like everybody's body looks differently because everybody's body's gone through something differently. And like, yeah, it's okay. You know? So I, I, I think that what you're doing is great because it really fucks with your mind big time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It does. And like you were saying too, like, you know, it, what's going on and you're uncomfortable and you're in pain and you can't share it. So when we have to hold that in, when we have to like suffer in silence, basically Mm -hmm. it takes so much out of us. It's Mm -hmm. definitely an energy zap, a confidence zap, you know, all of that is just like, Oh, we, and then we just feel like we're so alone in that experience Mm -hmm. too, which is then another reason why we're just like, okay, well I can't, talk about it, I can't do anything about it. I'm just gonna yeah, suffer in silence and just be sad about yeah. it. Yeah. I tried last it's, year when I was pregnant. Um I was very pregnant on my 30th birthday and I got a room at the Madonna Inn and we were hanging out by the pool and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. enjoy myself. So I put on my bikini and I put on my V sling and I went to the pool. <laughs> and I'm like the happy 30th. I'm wearing a yep. V sling at the pool in a bathing suit. <laughs> like, yeah. And I posted a picture of it and I was like, whatever, this is it. I'm not going to hide and suffer and be miserable. Like I'm just going to wear a V-sling and it's going to feel a lot better and fuck it. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing it. <laughs> it's true. You have to, you have to. And yeah, like who cares if anyone, if anyone's paying attention, sometimes we think people are paying attention more than they actually are yeah. anyway. But if they, even if they 
were paying attention. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. And that, it was more about me and me getting over it. You yeah. know, like it, it's very hard to feel like a sexy, confident 30 year old. I got a room at the Madonna Inn with my husband, like, but I'm in a V sling, you know? So it was me having to just be like, whatever. Yeah. My body's yeah. going through this and I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to suffer in silence because it's, yeah. it's the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. yeah. Good. Good for you. I think that women do that just with a, you know, bladder leakage and and more and more women are talking about it, but still people are experiencing it and not talking about it or they're afraid to share it Mm -hmm. or they kind of laugh it off. It's been something people tend to laugh off and think, yeah, it happens a lot. It's, it's, um, common, but there's still something you can do about it. Mm Mm-hmm but I like to make sure people know because they kind of just go, oh, yeah, you know, laugh when I, I leak when I sneeze. Yeah, a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to if you don't want to. And that just means your pelvic floor is weak. And if you don't do something about it, it could lead to other things. Yeah. I I think that people don't know that that's fixable or something you can strengthen and work on, really. Because, I mean, I remember just being a kid, my mom and her friends, like I would jump on the trampoline. I used to compete in trampoline and they'd be like, just wait till you have kids. You'll never be doing that again. And I just exactly. th- thought that that was true and it doesn't have to be true. And I refuse for that to be true because yeah. I'm going to strengthen my body so I don't have to suffer in silence or make fun of myself or pee my yeah, pants. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, I remember in the, in the CrossFit community, um, there, I looked it up one time because somebody mentioned it to me. They were members of CrossFit gym locally, and they said women will either skip the gym or come wearing two pairs of black leggings or have to, you know, really load up on pads before they go to CrossFit because there's a lot of jumping involved, and mm-hmm. um, there's so many women there that leak. And everyone just, she's like, everyone just laughs it off. You need to go. And I ended up, ended up teaching a workshop there. Um, but and when I looked it up online, like bladder leakage and CrossFit or whatever, it was, there were so many hits on it or so many wow. videos. Actually, I think there was a woman in a very high level competition who on national television wet her pants when she did some like box jumps or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great message that you're spreading. And I think what you're doing is great. And I love how you're diving into the product world and you found the flower essence through all of this. It's just really cool. Thank you. Yeah, it is in a sense. I mean, they're all, you know, they kind of, they're combined for sure. And one led to the other. And yeah, it's just interesting how things move forward, Mm -hmm. (laughs) change and grow. and And shift. You, I, when you feel a shift, I think you have to honor it. And I think, mm-hmm. I just think it's really cool. That's why I wanted to um, have you on today and just talk about all of this. So thank, thank you, you for being yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. And um, I definitely want to come on your IGTV with what the fuck happened to my body. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing, um, 
I'm shifting it to a podcast, which mm-hmm. I haven't done anything for yet. I need to start scheduling people because like I was saying earlier, I think it'll be a broader reach. Mm-hmm. The IGTV was getting a little bit of viewer, you know, few viewers, but not enough that I, and maybe it would have grown. I did like, I don't know, 10 of them. So I'm going to edit those and put them on the podcast and then start to um, interview more people. And so it'll be the podcast and of course share it on um, Instagram. And then I want to record video as well so that I can put it on YouTube too. I just want to really make sure the message is out there. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hit all channels. Yes. All right. Well, okay. so I will send you, I have a, I use Calendly, just the free version of Calendly to schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I set that up with the date, recording date, I'll send that to you. Okay. You can get the ball rolling. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and then if you want any help with anchor or anything, oh yeah, I'm your girl. I'll yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, I think I'll probably have to check that out because before, when I did, I had a WordPress site and I was using Blueberry for podcasts on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I'll have to do Anchor, and I'm still working on um, my other website for this work. Yeah, for the Natalie, what I'm calling the Natalie Gray work. Now, are you going to link the two? I, I I will probably mention the products somewhere on the Natalie Gray site, um, but in but basically they're two separate businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll probably link link the mists on there somehow or mention them anyway in 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 my about or something. All right. Well, I got to get going because I have a client coming in, but thank you very much for sharing your story and just coming on and, and supporting me with my pop-ups and my podcasts and my whatever. I just love people. I'm really happy that I met you. So thank you. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'll see you next Wednesday for sure. Right. For the, (laughs) well, I have my planner right here. And I made it to the thing, if anyone's wondering. (laughs) But anyways, I hope you guys loved her as much as I did. Thank you so much for listening.